Hey, welcome everybody. As always, we are thrilled that you take you. Uh, start over. Well, I know what I'm trying to say. Come on, man. <laughs> How okay. do you do this? All right, take two. Joe. And I'm Kirsten. We've served in church leadership for over two decades. And most of that, we've been on staff together. We're here to talk about our faith, family, and ministry. Welcome to Under the Hood. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Under the Hood podcast. And uh, as always, we hope you know just how much we appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to, to join us for this. And why are you giving me that weird look? Come on, let's get on with it. <laughs> what? You don't want to appreciate the people that are taking the time out of their busy schedules. Thank to... you, everyone. I do appreciate So just it. so you know that I care. I'm Kirsten not unappreciative. Doesn't. I'm just like, let's get to it. We got so much to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Why don't we start by, um, first of all, we do thank everybody for listening. But thank you, everyone. But secondly, Kirsten, why do you have no voice right now? Why are you struggling? <laughs> right. I, I did a little screaming over the weekend. A little? Just a little. Yeah. And then, and yeah, a lot. I well, did a lot of screaming over the weekend. Well, why don't you tell everybody what that screaming was about? So our, our well, honestly, I was screaming for other wrestlers. We were at a wrestling tournament. The Arkansas State. Arkansas State Wrestling Tournament. High school. For High school. 4A, 5A, and 6A. And, uh, and our son wrestles in 6A. And um, so he was in the state tournament. And so we've been cheering him on and the entire team. Seven of our guys qualified for state tournament. And our son, Neil, was one of them. And um, honestly, when Neil's wrestling, I'm really quiet. I sit there and I record with my phone and I talk to my phone. Come on. Come on. Get him. Tear his head See, off. You're, you're completely different than I am. But then when someone else's kid is wrestling, I'm like, let's go. Like as loud and as crazy as I can be, to the point where I had an old man get in my face the other day. And I'm Kirsten, fight. Kirsten <laughs> almost got in a fight at the state finals. Now I don't think he, I don't think the dude would have actually taken a swing at you, but he turned around. So let me set up the story okay, because your yeah. voice is hurting. So we're so we our team, you know, the Bentonville Tigers. We were right in it for second place. And no, at that moment we were still in it for first place. So, so, you know, everybody's wrestling individually, but you score team points and then the team with the top score and, and it could have gone to any of the top three teams. It was neck and neck until the yeah. final, final couple matches. And so of course we were cheering for the kids from other schools because they could keep the schools that were in the top from scoring. So it's just kind of normal stuff. You're cheering for the Good rivalry stuff. Well, we are cheering. I was cheering for another kid in our region. Right. And so he's in our region. We were trying to knock out another team who was right. not in our region who's a big rivalry. So there was an older gentleman. I'm going to say probably... 
late 70s? Yeah, at least. Or, yeah. Okay. So, but a big mouth. I mean, big mouth, you know, he's one of those little thorns that, that they're introduced into the stands just to bug people. And so we're all cheering. And of course, he's cheering for the other guy. Well, there comes a point in the, in the wrestling match where we all felt like the kid we were cheering against was stalling. And you can't stall in it's, wrestling. It's against the rules. And so we're yelling, stalling, stalling. And, and Which the refs will typically stop the match and, and yeah, say and, stalling. And, yeah, and there's warnings and things that go. So anyway, they weren't calling it, and 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 they and the 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 round ended, and the, the older guy that was sitting right in front of Kirsten, and right in, and next to another next to one of our kids. Well, players. he he kind of turned it. The young man sitting in front of me who was cheering for us and just kind of smarted off like, "Where's your stalling now?" or something like that. Started pointing his finger in his face, and, and so our the young man the high school student that was sitting in front of us who we know very well, he turned in a very intense emotional moment, said something that I will not repeat, but let's just say you wouldn't hear that at youth group. Okay. And he told the older gentleman where he could find something, (laughs) um, what he could find and where he could find it. And So and so, I'm like, because it was loud, and I didn't hear what he had said. And that made the and it made the older guy upset. And you were trying to be mom. You were trying to be like that 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 team mom that just said, and you just pat the mom's shoulder and was like, I just kind of waved my hand at the older guy at the well at the player, like ignore him. Don't worry about him because it was escalating. You could see it was, and he turned to me. And he got in my face and he was like, he put his finger in your face. Then, and- yeah. Then all of a sudden he was mad at me. I was like, so he started going and I can't hear anything. Cause you're screaming in my ears. And I was like, oh. which I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> But he was, it it no longer was playful. I was trying to de-escalate and he just created like this crazy, and I wanted to like stand up and be like, look here, I can be a heavyweight, like move, I'll I'll, I'll put you down. The point was you were trying, your attempt um, to de-escalate to just like, hey, he's just a high school kid. Ignore him. Yeah. You know, you should know better than this. Just quit, like, quit, antag- even, quit yeah. antagonizing. And and he got mad at you for like telling him he shouldn't do it. And he started really yelling at you. telling him he shouldn't do it. I was just telling him and, it's not worth it. And you gave him the, okay, whatever. And then he got up and moved away. He to, did. And, and he, did he, the, did. he did the right thing. He's I like, didn't realize that he was with that other team. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. Mean, I knew the color of his shirt kind of identified that, but... I didn't realize he was with that other team until that match. So just so you know, Kirsten almost got in a fight with almost. an 80-year-old man at the <laughs> Arkansas State <laughs> Championship. Not intentionally. Well, no, my no. response was, I just started laughing. I, and I saw him I yelling at you. you and, like, what well, world? I mean, I didn't think he was going to be able to get up and do anything. I'm like, and so... And so I'm kind of laughing it off, like, and then, and then I saw that he wasn't backing down and you weren't backing down. And then, and then back down for much. No, you're not one that backs down very often. (laughs) I didn't think though. I mean, I honestly, nothing was ever going to turn physical. It was just a verbal thing. And I'm kind of like, he turned, he goes, how about I stand here and I scream at you? I'm like, okay. That's right. He said that. <laughs> I was like, all right. You said that. You I'm looked right. Cool like, that. yeah, okay, fine. Go ahead. I don't care. 
Um, but um, anyway, it, it de- and he did the right thing. He got up and moved. He moved about three chairs down. I uh, like six or seven down the road just to be away from us. And we were happy about that. I mean, I mean, we weren't there. But what escalated it was it went from stalling stalling blah 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 and we didn't get the call and he kind of you know pointed our guy where's your stalling and 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 so one of the kids on our team said something that you know i guess it was inappropriate that's what ratcheted up to that plus you telling him hey just ignore him and he just he just went off yeah it it was but the rest of the tournament was fun it was exciting it was and and our son you know we you know I could talk about my children all the time. We're just really proud of them. But, you know, for a kid that's only wrestled 19 months of his life to qualify at regionals, he took second at regionals, and then to end up after the state tournament to be on the platform taking fourth in state, we were very, I mean, just so happy for this kid. He had he had um, larger goals in mind. That's why he even wrestled. And um, mission accomplished. We're very happy about that. But I'll tell you the funny thing before we move on, that um, after the whole thing was over, Bentonville ended up taking third in state which we lost by half a point to second which is a really sad thing but oh well and we've been there for two full days two full days we were tired yeah. we knew we were gonna have to drive from little rock back to bella vista that night it was already late you know our our night didn't end until two in the morning we, it was late by the time we got in um but but um i'm like come on guys let's go and they had pretty much done all the trophy presentations and stuff they were giving out a few individual awards to a couple students N- it never crossed my mind that anybody like my son would get an award and so my youngest son Brock, I'm like, right, come on, family, let's get out of here. We gotta hit the road. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the dad thing. Let's get out of here. And 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 there was probably I don't know four or five hundred people on the floor on the mat. They were up at the Petrovic presentation. Wrestlers, some coaches. And so, and I, I feel bad. I told, I told Neil later that I said this, but my son Brock, my youngest, he's 15. He goes, aren't we gonna stick around to see if Neil wins an award? And I said, <laughs> and I'm so embarrassed by saying this. But I said, Neil, or they Brock. don't. I, I said, hey, Brock, they don't give uh, special awards to kids who come in fourth place let's get out of here <laughs> and i felt terrible about that so we're pulling out of the parking lot and neil who's with the team he texts us and he goes i won an award we're like what? what and he shot us a picture of it so what the award he got was it's called the the victory with honor award yeah. and it is chosen, it, by chosen by the referees and given by the referees and so the referees all got together nominated neil uh, out of all the high schools to receive this award. And and I'm like, holy cow, I can't. And Brock is like, told you, told you. <laughs> and so we turned around, went back. And by the time we got back, the team was coming out of the arena. Yeah. And uh, Neil was just Neil's excited. Like, they have already taken the award back. They're going to engrave my name on it. I'm and like, ship oh, it to me. Word. So we pre- we got to thinking later. It's like, you know, we're just, we're so proud of our children. Um, we talk about them for days. But uh, in my mind, I think an award like that, which speaks to character, what people mm-hmm. see out of you, in my, I don't know how any of you other parents feel. I mean, it'd been cool if Neil would have gotten the state champion, but at the end of the day, I think that's a better award. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, yeah. I when I was a kid, my, I hope he sees it that way too. But it it really is one of those. Yeah. Hey, your character is going to take you way further in when life I, than a championship. Well, I think I finally understand what my dad used to talk about all the time. So when I was in grade school, um, they didn't really give A, B, C, D, you know, grades. They gave you like, you know, satisfactory, excellent, or incomplete. Those were the what only three. What kind of school did you go to? It's just grade school. It was like it wasn't based on A, A through. This is up through like through. This is grade school. So they give you excellent, satisfactory, or non-sat, whatever it was. Hmm. Um, 
you know, I grew up in an era where if you weren't doing a good job, they'd tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but usually an F means fail and an A means you're doing awesome. Anyway, every time I brought a report card home, it was like math. Excellent. You know, science, satisfied, whatever the great, you know, whatever it was. And then there was a whole section on the other side of the report card that dealt with yeah. character issues, like plays well with others, oh. um, obeys his teacher, you know, all these things. And I, and I'm going to brag, I always used to get excellent on all those. Of course and, but my, my dad would always say every semester, he would say, I care about the grade side right. of things, but what matters more to me than that is this character stuff. And and I've never That's forgotten true. that. Never forgotten that. He goes, he goes, I care about this side, but I care more about this side. That's true. And, um, and so I I, it told me parents, what he valued. Yeah, I hope more, more parents understand the value of that, too. Yeah. It, character is a huge part of it. Grades, I mean, your kid could get all C's. I mean, look at, look at Joe and I. We turn out great. I was better than a C student. <laughs> I wasn't. I was a BC student for oh. sure. I got I got a hand, I got a number of A's. I did get a 4.0 my first year in grad school. That's the first time in my whole life I got a 4.0. I don't know how that happened. I don't you know either. I had an amazing wife. I think I had an amazing wife school. who was paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is that average student but their character is what counts, and that's what's going to take them way further in life. Absolutely, so they, can, they can struggle and be B students, C students. But if their character, you know, that's what's most important. That's right. Character counts, especially in the stands. Getting into an argument with some I old know. dude. Hey, I was trying to de-escalate. <laughs> I was helping, and apparently, I didn't help much. But but anyway, that was our weekend, and we were glad that 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 wrestling is over oh my word and he is too because now he can eat he actually just texted me a picture of the scale and how much weight he has gained since what has been two days ago or so and how much weight he's gained just by drinking anything he wants and eating food he is a happy camper again well aren't we all when we eat food Well, now that wrestling is over, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to and, you know, really looking forward to and really coming back to the the church stuff, man, I'm telling you, there's some stuff just in the very near future of the church. I'm just, I'm just stoked about Can't wait. Like I'm looking forward to Easter big time. Easter here this year here at new life is just going to be phenomenal. And you know, we don't, we don't ever make it about numbers. Well, this has just been an exciting season altogether here at our church. And I'm saying like just the buildup of Easter being one of, not one of it is the biggest holiday yeah. for for Christians, and so this is like a huge thing. We've just seen so much growth and so much excitement, and seeing how God has been working here at our church, right. and so it's just really exciting to know. Well, yeah, and it's I was, coming. Easter is coming. You know, and like I was saying, I don't want to make this about the numbers, but it's it's exciting to think about. We're we're expecting over two thousand people here yeah. on Easter. We've never had an attendance like that to anything, but the way the church is growing and the things that are happening, um, we're going to have large exposure to our community, which is what we're really, really excited about. Just being able to preach the gospel and to connect with people and many whom um, are going to be coming where, the, you know, I would, 
maybe some of them are just like, we just come on Easter. That's because mm-hmm. we go to church once a year or they're coming to make grandma happy because that's what we do on Easter. But just praying towards that opportunity that even if it's that one and only opportunity we get with a lot of these people that we can plant a seed of the gospel, spark some interest. So mm-hmm. I, I am really looking forward to to Easter weekend. And you know, something's different this year. And I don't know if it has anything to do with just that Asbury revival there in Kentucky or just what seems to be the revival breaking out um, in our country. Like we are seeing a revival here um, in Northwest Arkansas. There is a huge hunger for the word of God. And I just feel like in my gut, God's going to do something really special with this Easter. I don't know what that is, but I just, I didn't have to say it. How That's a feeling, you know, it's, that's all I've got. I mean, hard data to look at. I have this strong gut feeling and that this is going to be one of those consequential weekends here at the church. And then of course we have our multi-site. We're building a new campus on their side. We're getting ready to all around, all around it. We're getting ready to go through huge expansions of church. I, I the way I keep describing it is we're going to, I feel like God's going to spread our wings farther than we've ever spread them before. And who, who knows what the future holds, but we just kind of feel like we're on this cusp of something that's really going to pop and explode. And so whatever's happening in Kentucky, I don't know, but what I can tell you is happening here is, is, is very exciting. So when you talk about things we're looking forward to, I think Easter is just one of those very pivotal moments. And so those of you that are here local that come to our church, or maybe if you just happen to be listening, you don't go to church anywhere. I'd like to invite you to one of our six services, um, Easter weekend. We'll have three on Saturday and three on Sunday. And I'm expecting to pack out every one of these services and and, find out all the times of the services at new life, nwa.com slash Easter. And then what I'm really looking forward to as well, the weekend after Easter is we're having here huge weekend, people huge. So we got we got two about. weekends in a row yeah. that are just, I mean, awesome weekends for us. So this, the weekend after Easter, um, we're calling it Creation Weekend, mm-hmm. and we did this four years ago where we had um, several of the scientists from ICR, which stands for the Institute of Create Institute for Creation Research, mm-hmm. come and they do a series of lectures and talks, and it's um, it's intellectual, but it's it's an everyday person's language. It's not like you don't have to be a brainiac to understand, but in this society today, which is constantly trying to discredit the Bible and to say it's not true and you can't believe it. And there's this huge argument about science versus the Bible and Christians don't believe in science and all this stuff. I'm telling you this weekend of creation weekend, they're going to talk about, you know, all kinds of things related to creation, the flood, even dinosaurs and everything else. And they're going to show how science proves the Bible to be true. And when you really dig down into the evidence and you look at the stuff that is so obvious and, and practical right in front of us, there really is no other explanation than God did create the earth. It was fascinating four years ago. And what was super exciting was that um, our kids loved it. They soaked it up because they don't get this at the school. No, they don't. They don't. And and here's here's my goal. So we're actually, let me back up. We're actually adding a component this year that we didn't have four years ago. We're actually adding a youth component, mm-hmm. a student component. So so we're going to have stuff on, on Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. and Sunday. But then um, later on Sunday, late afternoon, early evening, we're doing a youth event where there's going to be a whole evening geared and targeted just for our junior 
and high school students. And, you know, my my goal for that is not that they're going to remember every little piece of evidence, every, you know, that's going to be presented. I think these guys are going to wow them. I think they're going to be like, whoa, I didn't know that. No, they never taught me that in evolution class, whatever, or in science. But, but I, as long as they know, yeah, it's not evolution class, but I mean, like science, evolution 101. (laughs) Well, some places they might. So, but you know, they're presented something, society, social media, it all presents one thing. This is going to be the other side of the coin, if you will. And as long as our students walk out knowing, hey, there is logical, scientific explanations Mm -hmm. that back up the Bible and actually make more sense than these theories that I'm taught in school, Mm -hmm. as long as they know that there is actually another explanation that's reasonable Mm -hmm. and logical... um, then I'm happy with that outcome because they, they know they're allowed to question things. They don't have to take it just hook, line and sinker. And that actually they can trust the Bible when they read it. Like, no, I believe this. Here's the, so I'm looking forward to creation weekend. It is going to be, I I feel like this is going to be bigger and better than the one four years ago. Well, what's cool is that Friday and Saturday it's free. Um, and Sunday, I should say that Um, Yeah, nothing costs anything. No, they're all free, but what do you mean? It's free. Well, what I'm (laughs) everything's free. Yeah. It's all free, but I'm saying that we have electives that are going to be um, they're going to have to sign up for those. They're going to have to sign up. They're still free, but it's first come, first serve. And there's only like 60 seats at each of those electives. And those will be just be on Sunday mornings. No, there's one. I think there's one on Saturday night, too. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. During, Saturday, what I should say is during services, our four services, yeah. yeah. Our four services. So there'll be electives to sign up for, and those those uh, seats are going to be available soon on our website. So that's going to be exciting because they, they can kind of go off and do um, some of these smaller electives and talk about dinosaurs and, and all that. So it's really, I remember four years ago just being just kind of in awe again at God's creation. It kind of helped me remember. I I actually went to a private school and so we were taught creation in school. Christian private school. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were also taught the theory of evolution because it was required, I think, in in the the curriculum. But they didn't teach it as truth. truth. And I think these days students get taught this one theory and they don't teach it as a theory. And so they're they have to run with that. So I'm excited that they can hear truth and be and be wowed by God's creation again. You know and what I love about it too so much is some some the criticism Christians um, come under is that we don't believe in science. You know, you've heard that before. Like, well, Christians don't trust science. No, no, I trust science. You know, um, I, I, I trust real science, mm-hmm. you know, um, Not but manipulated science. Yeah. But yeah. you know, this, this, all this stuff about, well, Christians don't believe in science. No, no, no. There are scientific mm-hmm. explanations for all. And, and I've compared them. I've compared the science, you know, like where I can tell you that, that the science these guys present makes more sense than than what I would what I would just chalk up to the best guesses. Like when they say, well this is forty billion years old. How do you know what's forty billion years old? There's no real evidence for that, you know? Um but like I said, Creation Weekend, I'm looking forward. So I'm saying I'm looking forward to to Easter and Creation Weekend. I think they're going to be a couple weeks back to back. They're really going to bless our church family, and um, and God's going to use it for something special. I mean, just really something special for sure. For so sure. hey, can I change the subject real quick? Sure. Okay. Why not? So you know the news these days is just filled with heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. And I don't know if you're like me. I sometimes am just tempted to not even turn on the news. Not to you know I've got several news apps. 
on my phone and I this and that. And there are days, you know, I, I don't even want to look at social media. You know, I think the older I get, the the and maybe it's just I don't know, just the experience I've had. I'm just turned off a lot by social media. I'm, I'm not to the point where I'm ready to just disavow it. So I don't want it in my life, although I'd get close sometimes. But I like social media for what it is, you know, sharing a few pictures and funny videos. And I don't get my news from social media. But so I, I for me, I like stuff that's interesting and different. And so I thought in you're, the midst... You're interesting and different. Well, thank you, I think. Um, <laughs> but sometimes you come across those news stories that are like, oh, that's a nice break from the grind of all the bad news. I used to have a friend that says, I don't read the news because it's all bad. And sometimes it feels that way. So it's not all bad. So I'll tell you a news story that I saw the other day that I think is going to make you laugh. And I think it's hilarious. So um, there's a there's a video going viral right now. And it is of a group of older ladies that live at an assisted living facility in Kentucky. Right. And the events coordinator for the for this senior living facility got all the ladies to reenact and recreate Rihanna's Super Bowl Sweet. show. So they're all, <laughs> I, I didn't see the whole video. I just saw a little 15 second clip and it's had 23 million views. Oh my all right. Word. 23 million views. I think it's on. I think they, the news, I think they said it's on TikTok. And so... Um, That's amazing. 23 million views of these older ladies reenacting are Rihanna's... They, that, are they all ladies? Well, yeah. Nice. I mean, one, I'm there, some of them got walkers. But yeah, they're all ladies with walkers and they're doing like this thing. And, and it's it's funny. That's and awesome. And I think the lady that they were interviewing, they said, um, how did you get picked to... To, to play Rihanna's part. And I think she said some of the facts because I got the best moves, obviously. <laughs> so I got, I got to thinking if I'm ever in that situation and I'm older and I got to be in some kind of care facility or, or, or assisted living, I want some young events coordinator to do something cool like oh, that yeah. with us. Oh yeah. So I want a viral video when I'm in my eighties. <laughs> oh my word. So the other thing I can't that imagine what that would look like even well, it looks exactly like you think it's going to look. Have you seen the video? I think I have. If we're talking about the same one. <laughs> anyway, that it brightened my day, just to let you know. That's awesome. The other thing that was just an oddity that was in the news, and I'm trying to... I'm, there's something about it that it just hits me weird. Um, but cause I, Maybe because I'm looking at it as a parent. But um, I don't remember what country it is now. Um, I'll have to look it up. But, but uh, they just reported on this. This happened last month. But a teenage boy was playing hide-and-seek with some other kids. And they were playing down by this, uh, the shipping yard of their country. And, and I'm getting off the lease. I don't remember what country it is. But he got tired, and he, and he went inside one of these shipping containers and ended up falling asleep. And the rest of the boys never found him. They're playing hide and seek. And he goes okay. off. They gave up on him. They, got, they gave up on him. Maybe we can link this article in the show notes. I've got the link. Um, but that shipping container that night got picked up and put on a cargo ship. And they shipped him 2,300 mi- miles away to a different country. Oh, my goodness. Yes. He was in that container oh. in the darkness without food or water for six days. Wow. And nobody knew what happened to this kid. How scary. And so when the authorities at this other country, when they found him, of course, he was confused and and kind of delirious, hadn't seen light in six days. Hadn't drank anything in six days. No, and and, um, they thought that it was some kind of um, human trafficking situation. And then the news report read, 
but they quickly discerned it wasn't human trafficking. No, he just got, he just fell asleep during hide and seek in a shipping container. And so they're trying to figure out how to get him home. But can you imagine as a parent, I mean, like where'd my kid go and having no knowledge whatsoever and like not. And then getting a call a week later. Yeah. Your kid's 2,300 miles away. He fell asleep in a shipping container and we shipped him. Oh my (laughs) goodness. The fact that if he'd been gone that many days and not seen, um, I think pure elation that that they found him would be my like oh no we found him like he's alive and he's he's okay like i can't imagine that would be crazy what a story to tell your friends can you imagine 25 years in the future everybody's telling stories what's happening like, well you're not going to believe what happened to me <laughs> I played hide and go seek and i ended up in another country can you imagine what i say have you ever been on a ship before well actually <laughs> i spent six days at sea one time but i didn't know it oh my goodness <laughs> so out of all the things in the news in the last week those are the two things that really intrigued me well here's mine okay i've got something from the news in england I know this is a big shocker. It's a big shocker for all you guys. Um, the 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 king and the new queen consort, they're trying to drop the queen consort from Camilla. For no, they're just going to call her queen. Mm. She, I, I, I've been honest with you all. She doesn't deserve that title, and the queen, Queen Elizabeth in February of 2022 made it clear before she died before she died that that's what her title should be and it seems like king charles has a plan of his own and the people over there are not happy about it and i'm not either so you think you don't think she should just be called queen camilla she hasn't she hasn't earned that role i mean there's so many but how do you really know what she has or hasn't earned well, I would say that... You can't really make that determination off the season five of The Crown. Excuse <laughs> me. Okay, first of all, there are a lot of complications with this relationship going back all the way to before I was even born. So I understand that there are some issues there. I would be interested to know what the people in Great Britain think, but... I think that it's an interesting dilemma they're in because the queen had made it clear what what her title should be. And she's no longer here, so I guess he gets to decide. But she, she yeah, there's a lot of marriage issues there from back in the day with Diana and her and that whole mess up. But So that's why I think people are like, okay, we'll accept her as the queen consort. But now they're like, no, she's just going to be queen. Well, Kirsten talked me into watching The Crown, and so this was months ago. And you like? I finally said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I mean, I so there's a couple of shows Kirsten really wanted me to watch. She wanted me to watch Downton Abbey. So this was what like a year, it. and I'll admit I really like Downton Abbey. And then she's like, then she's like, you got to watch The Crown. You got to watch The Crown. I'll rewatch it with you. I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't. And I fought it for months. So then a number of months ago, I finally said, fine, I'll start watching. So I've been slowly but surely working my way. And I'll be honest with you, I fall asleep on half of them. The the story moves so slow, but it is interesting. And I have gotten a little bit more interested than I used to be and in the for royal the family. Most part it is historically accurate. And so we watched a five part documentary. Oh. A couple weeks ago about the royal family when queen elizabeth died we recorded mm-hmm. it finally got around to it 
And that was very interesting. It was very similar to the crown. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So, I mean, I know why. I've learned a lot about the family and understand why being in the news of them trying to change her title is kind of a big deal. If, if, if what we're watching is an accurate representation, then yes, I understand that completely. But now that everyone else knows what we find interesting is dancing grandmas, kids that get stuck (laughs) in shipping containers and the titles of the Royal family. That's what we find interesting in the news people, just so you know. And then, you know, one other thing we talked a little bit about the Asbury revival with his new movie that's coming. Abby, what's this movie called? It's Jesus revolution, Jesus revolution. And I was curious because everybody I know is going to see this movie yeah. and they're having trouble getting tickets around here. Abby's um, going to see it tomorrow. You're going to go see it tomorrow. And it looks like a, f- a phenomenal movie. So, um, see, heard other life groups going to see life. It together. So I, I'm thinking to myself that has to be, the like number the one movie, and, and Abby actually keeps up on this stuff better. Abby, what are the top three movies in the country as of today? Okay, as you told me this earlier, and I was like, oh my, I thought I thought the Jesus movie, Jesus Revolution, mm-hmm. I thought that certainly with everything going on, it's going to be, what's the three top movies right now? Okay, I'm not sure what this says about our nation, but here we go. <laughs> number one, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number two. Cocaine Bear. Oh, my Cocaine goodness. Bear. Cocaine Bear is number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, Jesus Revolution. Okay, so the top three movies is about a man that can shrink up to be an ant. Is that what it is? Well, it's a Marvel movie. It's called Ant-Man. It's a guy that can go I'm really big or small. I see that. I just want to let you know. The, boy, the boys thought it was good. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. So, Ant-Man. Have you, have you seen Cocaine Bear? No. No. <laughs> I just want to clear things but, up. But, but it's based on a true story. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> I've heard so many moms post on social media. Their kids want to go see Cocaine Bear, and they're like, but mom, it's based on a true story. I, I read up on Cocaine Bear a little bit. Obviously, it's it's a stupid movie. Okay, let's be honest. It's a stupid movie. And it's probably very vulgar. The little bit I read, I would not let my kids go watch Cocaine Bear at all. Period. None. Hope they're listening. And so, because, I mean, it's like F-bomb after F-bomb. Oh, no. No, I, I actually read reviews. Yeah. I read this kind of stuff before yeah. I let my kids go see stuff. Well, but, we, we, we almost got into a movie the other day, and I looked up a review real quick, and I go, um, excuse me, you need to come read this review real quick. And you read it, and you're like, yep, nope, boys, we're watching <laughs> that one tonight. I yeah, was like, I, thank you. Because I made some assumptions that I shouldn't have made yeah. about that movie. And I'm, thankfully, you saved us from some embarrassment. But um, so Ant-Man, Cocaine Bear, which I think it's loosely based. I think a bear got into some cocaine, but that's where the true part ends. <laughs> the, I mean, the, <laughs> and, and then. Is that really a true story? Like, yeah. I think a so. Bear that got into some cocaine. Yep. I heard that it was based on a guy who parachuted out of a plane because he was smuggling some oh and and he parachuted with it on his back this is the true story this is the true story and of course we were discussing this in life group (laughs) 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 he parachutes out of the plane what question were you answering in your life group questions (laughs) number six yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh he fell to his death oh and so the drugs went with him and bears. Wow. <laughs> it's one of the so bears that's how they got into the cocaine. That's interesting. So Ant Man, Cocaine Bear, and, and then the Jesus, Jesus Re- Revolution, which is like but, 
But honestly, I hope I I don't know even much about the Jesus Revolution. Movement. I don't I don't either. I mean I mean I'm a little ignorant. I should know more about it. I don't know the whole history of all that stuff. But it just it's here's what's going on in our country: the movies that are liberal and woke and just completely anti-American values they're tanking. Mm-hmm. And these movies that have that are faith based, that have family values, that are clean, mm-hmm. that are just good storytelling and well portrayed, people are flocking to. There, there's a real hunger, and I think there's something going on in our land today. There's a movement away, and the people are speaking out. Yeah. Like there's a movement away from that other stuff. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if if that movie moves up to the number one spot. You know, wow. I think it could. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And but especially by the time Abby goes and buys her ticket. Yeah. And so you know, I'm just. I think that I think we should celebrate some of that stuff. Yeah, and, that's awesome. And I think it's awesome. We'll probably go see it. And maybe yeah. maybe on a, another podcast we can tell you what our thoughts are after we see that movie. But here at the end of the, the day, movie review section. At, at the end of the day, I sometimes get not down in the dumps, but I, I kind of get down at just the lostness of our world, the darkness of our world, the evil in our world, how mm-hmm. evil people can be to one another mm-hmm. and and you just kind of get these feelings like man lord jesus you can come anytime you want yeah. we are so ready you know that you know but i'm reminded of what what the lord said in the bible it says a, a, a day is like a thousand years to god and a thousand years is a day the lord is patient with us and says why is he so patient he's just waiting for more people to come to repentance and so that's the only reason i can think of why the lord's taking his time is because he wants more and more people to come to repentance more and more people to be a part of his family and it's really nice to see these things you know no matter no matter what happens with that asbury revival mm-hmm. what happens with this movie even what's happening here it's just really exciting to me to see that the the lord is still alive and well in our world today there are still people that hunger and thirst for righteousness there are, there is still a revival possible in this dark dark world and so praise jesus for that That's all for today's show. We want to thank our amazing producer, Abby O'Brien. Be sure to check out our show notes and the links for things that we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for joining us on Under Under the the Hood. Hood, not a car show.